It was huge, man. I was there for a few years, became the big old manager, dude. And then they went bankrupt. So what I did is I got the list of all the customers that I sold computers to, and I called them on my phone and said, hey, I'll honor your warranty forever, bro. Here's my pager number. I had a pager, right? And so uh, they would page me, I'd fix their computers. First year, I lose $28,000 in the red, man. Uh, my girlfriend's tripping out. She's like, you're losing all our money, you know? Next year, we did a million dollars. So it's crazy. Hey, everybody. Thanks for uh, checking out Veil Media's Now You Know podcast. Look, uh, everybody who's listening or if you're new to the show, what we do is we try to find uh, the local movers and shakers in whatever their space is. If it's business, it could be athletics. It could be uh, if you're an author. We have some stellar authors that have been on. Um, and uh, and we're, 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 we're connecting with some of our, our local people that are making an impact. Um, and when, when we had originally thought of this idea, it was because um, I think w you can do it. And it doesn't matter. You don't have to be in the big cities. You can you can be right here in, in our local Utah community. And I'm so excited for today's guest um, who checks those boxes. He um, you, you guys will probably recognize him from his voice alone. Or if you're like me, he grew up in your living room TV because he was always on uh commercials but we have dan young on the show today dan young thanks for coming on hey man how you doing dude thanks yeah. thanks dude um well, dan, real quick real quick so just so you guys you know uh if you don't know me pclaptops.com exactly. pclaptops.com or zydex xidax.com or better yet dan's millionaire code one word on like instagram facebook TikTok. Exactly. And I, and I was about to get into that. So, so Dan, Dan Young, like if, uh, started with PC laptops in 1992, I believe, right? You, you got good memory, bro. I pre <laughs> PC laptops, uh, started. And then, uh, you also have Zydex, which is a similar company. You guys build computers as Zydex also, or gaming focused, gaming focused. So PC laptop is like for everybody, grandma, grandpa, cousins, everybody broken phones iphones yeah. broken whatever will fix everything uh zydex is for uh playing video games and for content creators uh people doing photoshop yeah. video stuff any stuff Podcasts. that's awesome yeah. podcast exactly and and so so check both of those out I, if you're like me pc laptops actually uh for my in air quotes air day job is we run a construction company you guys have built all our all our computers for our office staff nice dude and so um I, I, uh, that's my personal testimony there. Um, but then you touched on Dan's millionaire code. Um, and I want to, we'll start probably here and then I want to circle back to your journey. Okay. Um, but, uh, Dan's millionaire code for me is, uh, man, this is some heavy golden content. And I, and I just hope that people, uh, are aware. So if you're on Instagram or the podcast is stellar, um, you're, you're, you give tips, tricks, uh, knowledge, um, your companies that, that, uh, you've created have, uh, made m millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and you're giving back, man, you're paying it forward, which I feel like is kind of a natural cycle for, it seems, uh, a lot, not for everyone, but it seems like a lot of people who kind of, um, make their way to the the summit of when you're you're hustling and you're looking up and when you get to get no, to we that just part. started man it's day one <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you're you're very much uh pay it forward uh type of guy especially on that platform of dan's millionaire code mm -hmm. um 
and and so I just wanted to make that plug before before we get started. And I want to make sure that Thanks, let me write it down to circle back because I want to talk about you're really big into mentoring. You talk a lot about mentoring. Yep, yep. Um, but before we get into the nitty gritty, man, just some maybe branding questions for our our brand. You're originally from California, but your parents are from or your parents are from China, right? China, and my uh, step grandmother's from Japan. Right on. Yeah. So um, we got some some strong Asian Asian blood and bloodline running here. That's right. We got good skin. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but you've been in Utah now. Have you were you were raised in California or Southern California, Los Angeles, California? And then how old were you when you came here to Utah? About fifteen and a half. Fifteen and a half. Yeah. So you've been here for for quite some time now. Now, our three basic questions that we ask everyone is, uh, what, why do you love Utah? Is our first one. Okay. And, uh, and then our second one will be um, your favorite place to eat. Like when you're traveling, okay. what, what do you like to, where you're like, man, if only they had this here. But okay. we'll start off with those. Two. Why, why do you love Utah so much, man? Utah is great because um, I'd say the overall ethics of all the people here, there's a larger percentage of people with integrity and authenticity here, highly intelligent and uh, just very good values. Like, you know, I wasn't planning on having kids when I moved here, but. When I did have kids, it was great. I'm glad I was here and not in L.A. Yeah. They could avoid the same crap I got into. So, <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. Right on. What, what about, what about a, a good spot to eat, man? I know, you're, I know you're a health guy. I saw you eating, pounding some pasta with, uh, with Drew Manning the other day. Oh, man. But, uh, but what, what's one of your favorite spots? There's only one place, man. It's called Water Fusions, and it's in Sugar House, Sugar House, uh, Utah. And Water Fusions has, like, these super health elixir drinks. As you know, I quit drinking and all these bad habits, and I just go there, man. I get this like herbal drink, man. It's got like yerba mate and reishi mushrooms and all kinds of cool stuff. And I pound those, get some protein, no sugar, man. Makes you ripped. I love it, Keeps man. Keeps your mind clear. Live I love there. it. And then, is there a place in Utah like that you like to visit? I know, I know, you're a road guy. You're you have lots of vehicles, so you're always on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, is there uh, like a place? Not necessarily like a business, but just like a, a destination type place that, that you like to be at, in Utah? Or yeah, man, I like, uh, you know, Liberty Park, Sugar oh. House Park. I just like to be with the people and, you know, walk my dog and, you know, that's my I love place. it, man. It's better than, it's better than like vacation on yeah. Bali or something. Like, yeah. Just go to the freaking park, man, and a man enjoy of the, the people, people, man. Yeah. A man of the people. people. Well, let's 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 take it back to when uh, when you were when you were growing up. Now you grew up in SoCal, moved here at 15. Uh, so you're in high school. You went to high school here, pretty much in in uh, the Salt Lake Valley. Or? Yeah, Highland High School. Highland, you're right, right yeah, on, man. Rugby. The Rams, right? There yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah, Coach Gelwick's over there. That's right. Um, what kind of kid were you growing up? Were you did you know that you were going to be kind of a entrepreneur, businessman at 15 when you came over? Or? Uh, I was a delinquent, man. Like, uh, you know, when I went to classes, I didn't pay attention. The teacher would write my name on the chalkboard. They'd pull out the paddle back then and spank you and stuff. And it's mainly because both my parents worked full time. You know, they came from China, no education, no English, no money, broke. We were on food stamps. My mom was always crying because we were like starving. And uh, so I just got in a lot of trouble (laughs) when I was a kid. So uh, by no means was I a good student. but I learned on the streets how to uh, talk to people, you know, and stay alive. Yeah. So that, that, was, that was my base education. And uh, what really, the big catalyst was uh, after school, you know, they have boys and girls clubs and yeah. things like that, right? 
there was this guy named Charles, and he had this computer camp. I remember they had these Apple II computers, right? This company uh, donated some computers and bought them, you know, this fundraising thing. And so they had Apples and Ataris and IBMs. And after school, they teach us how to program computers for free and play video games if you finish your programming homework. There you go. So that's, that's where I started. This guy, Charles, man, he just volunteered and, and taught all those kids, like, computer stuff. But then I got back in trouble, you know, yeah. as I got older. But that stuck with me, and that's what got me back into computing and technology. Right on. Mm -hmm. Now, you finished high school with an interest in, in computers, probably uh, with some basic skills on, on uh, was it building computers? or Building computers, programming, coding back in the day. You know, coding in Fortran, Pascal, Dang. AppleSoft Basic, yeah. Assembly, uh, all those old school COBOL, old languages. Right on. Yeah. And then, um, so you, so w w what do you do after high school now? Well, and, and first of all, I do want to highlight this. I'm, I'm glad that you bring up, you're, you're pretty transparent about mm. growing up because uh, it's it's easy to, to look at you today and be like, man, Dan... Dan the man, man. Dan has... <laughs> well, you're just, just doing your best, you know? <laughs> yeah. Dan's driving around in the, the gold Lamborghini. But, like, because um, I think, uh, you know what I mean? I'll, I hope there's someone out there who's listening who maybe uh, re re that resonates with them, man. Like, maybe I got in trouble or, or whatever, and, and maybe I, you know what I mean? Like, have I, have I, met, have I missed my shot to, to make an impact or to be uh, or to amount to something? And, and I'm glad that you, you share that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but after high school... Um, how quickly did you get into when you were starting your business? Uh, well, here's the deal. When I graduated, I always dreamed to go to the University of Utah, yep. right? I mean, I was like, man, all the smart kids or cool kids are going there. But I had such bad grades, I couldn't get a scholarship. So that didn't work. So I had to uh, work part-time. So I worked at the Redwood Road Swap Meet on weekends, Saturdays and Sundays. Uh -huh. And then um, I got a job at Radio Shack, you know, in the mall. They yeah. sell like fuses and computers yeah. and things. And, uh, and that's where I met my mentor, um, and he taught me, you know, how to make it happen, man. And what's cool is this old guy comes in, and he's like, I need a fuse for my shortwave radio. So I'm like, oh, I'll help you find it, sir. I found it for him. He goes, hey, man, you hungry? I'm like, yeah, man. He goes, you, want, you like pizza, man? You know, and, and, and I'm like, yeah. So he's like, how about we go get a pizza, and I'll just, I'll just show you about life. And it turned out this guy sold his company for $3.5 billion dollars. He says, is I cool if I take you on as a student? There's no charge. You just help me with my shortwave radio stuff, man, and parts and things, and I'll help you. So uh, he taught me what, what, what he did, and then I just started doing that. You know? What do you think it was? Do you, do you think like you stood out uh, to him as, as someone to reach out and be like, hey, maybe let me mentor this kid? Or was it kind of maybe just a uh, maybe, oh, I'm just going to have this kid help me out or um, – or were, were you looking for, you know I mean, someone to, were you just being a stellar employee looking for someone? I'm trying to figure yeah. out how did someone make a connection. Well, I just asked the guy, I said, hey, what can I help you with? What are you working on, bro? Like, how can I help you? I made a little video on that, like, yesterday or something on my Instagram. Like, how can I help you out? He's like, man, I got a short rave radio, man. That thing keeps turning off. I'm like, I mean, I can fix that for you. You don't have to buy a new one, man. You just need this fuse. It's 25 cents. So I stuck it in there for him, and it worked. And he's like, oh, my gosh. He's like, you're great, man. You're not fixed stuff, huh? I'm like, well, yeah, I guess I work here, you know? He's like, man, let's go get a pizza, <laughs> you know? Wow, that's awesome. Simple. <laughs> now, um, so, so you, you meet your mentor. Does he, when, when you get into this process, is he, are you, uh, 
are you actively asking or you know what I mean are you are you not is this when you're starting to be like hey I want to start a business or does he kind of start suggesting it what's what was the process of working and communicating with the mentor well he told me his story he was a construction guy building hotels in Vegas before and then he worked at like Circuit City or something like that and he's like man I've been similar path man and uh, you know you got to have a balance of physical spiritual and financial strength and I'll draw out for you how to do it as long as you'll do it he said, uh, as long as you promise not to be an ask hole. And I'm like, what's an ask hole? He goes, someone who asks but doesn't do anything. So he's like, you just got to do it, you know, and I'm only going to tell you to do honest stuff. So here it is. And so I just followed his instructions, man. I, I wasn't that academically adept, you know, and it works. That's incredible, yeah. man. Um, what, well, when, and then um, how old were you when you first started PC Laptops in 92? Oh, man, I can't remember. Like, I don't know, like 19 or 20 or something? So you straight away, this guy kind of gives you an outline, and, and you straight away just Well, act. he just told me, hey, dude, I just want to be direct with you. You, you. you need to. He said, can I be direct with you? Can I be transparent? I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, uh, you should just quit this place because how much are you making? I'm like, four twenty-five an hour. He's like, bro, you should go work at a place called Silo. They're kind of like a Best Buy, right? And he goes, man, you could probably make 10 bucks an hour there plus commission. They're, they put their guys on commission. So I went and I sold computers there, a silo, and a silo got, it was huge, man. I was there for a few years, became the big old manager, dude. And then they went bankrupt. So what I did is I got the list of all the customers that I sold computers to, and I called them on my phone and said, hey, I'll honor your warranty forever, bro. Here's my pager number. I had a pager, right? And so uh, they would page me. I would fix their computers. First year, I lose $28,000 in the red, man. Uh, my girlfriend's tripping out. She's like, you're losing all our money, you know? Next year, we did a million dollars. So it's crazy. Yeah. And that's because, uh, well, I want I, first of all, I'm kind of jumping around because okay, you're, yeah. you're kind of keep dropping a, a bunch of, uh, bombs of knowledge, man. But like, sure. I want to kind of maybe unpack a little bit, uh, of the mentoring piece because like, um, oh, yeah. uh, you're, you're big into mentoring now. And, and, uh, you, in fact, today you posted about one of the, one of the kids that you're mentoring and, and he's, uh, uh, done some really well things. So check out, check out your, check out Dan's Instagram page. But I, I, what, what would your advice be? And I think the ask hole is a, is a perfect one. Yeah. Uh, but what would your advice be to someone seeking a mentor or, because when I first, like when I first kind of decided I wanted to pursue business and, and things like that, I was like 21 and, and, um, I thought that I just got to find a guy who has a lot of money and then, just uh, do everything that they um, mentioned. Sorry about that. Mm. But uh, do everything that they um, say or mention. And like, but I, I thought it was going to be like as, uh, like I, I, we had this business and I went to this guy and I was like, hey, so here's my problem. What, what you sh should you do? And I kind of just thought that they would just give me all the things. But I, a mentor, what I've learned, kind of just gives wisdom and, and advice. And then you as the one being mentored makes the decision and acts for it, right? Not necessarily, man. I mean, like for all my students, I just spell it out. This is what you need to do, dude. Just go do it. And so like, I mean, you'll see, so you'll see uh, informal mentors are like old dudes that give advice, which is valuable. So you get pieces and you got to sew them together though. So what I've done is like, I have over 12 mentors I've had over the last few decades and I've put it together in an organized way and I share that information, right? free on social media right for for people and then i bring on a lot of these mentors onto my podcast and they share their way 
Um, but also I can help, you know, I help people frame it out, right? Okay, this is how you set up the physical. This is how you set the financial. This is how you set the spiritual. It's very tangible how you can do it, though. It doesn't have to just be pieces, you know? I love it. Yeah. Um, in, the, when, uh, in the early days when you were uh, starting out um, in 92, um, what was the, the lesson that you learned that was the most unexpected? Like when you started, and now I'm talking about when you turned the corner. So after that first year when you make a million dollars that second year uh, and you kind of start coming into your own, what lesson did you learn that, that you felt like was the most unexpected? Just uh, take action quicker as long as you have a clear plan and it's been verified by people you trust and know that have done it before. Mm -hmm. Don't take advice from anybody that hasn't done it before. Like, I get all these financial advisors calling me. Hey, man, I want to advise you on finance. I'm like, cool, send me a copy of your tax returns. Because if they don't make 10 times more than I do, I'm not taking advice from them. But that's just like college, man. Talk to these professors. They make 100 grand a year, 50 grand a year, whatever they're making, man. How do they teach you to make a million dollars a year, right? They better be making 10 times more than you if they can actually teach you, right? I mean, could you learn football from a coach, though, who's never thrown a ball? Right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And, what, and <laughs> you, you actually even spent – because you did go to college for a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. and, then, uh, and then you decided it wasn't for you. Can you walk us through that thought process, too, um, perhaps to help someone who's maybe kind of contemplating, like, you know, what their path needs to be? So I wanted to go to college, though. Um, to, you know, I thought at first, you know, hey, I'll start learning some stuff. But I also wanted to socialize meet friends, build a network, date a lot of girls, have fun, you yeah. know, party a lot. And I did that, and it was great. Um, and the rule that I set for myself is as soon as my side hustle is making more money, you know, than people who graduate from my department make, then I'm going to quit. And so uh, it's actually one of my professors that told me I need to quit school, which is weird. I won't mention his name because uh, – <laughs> oh, no, he's retired. Uh, Richard, yeah. So <laughs> he's like, man <laughs> – I don't even make one-tenth of what you were making, bro. Like, what would you do with an extra 25, 30 hours a week? I'm right. like, I don't know, make a few more million bucks. And he's like, dude, you got to go do that, bro. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then he bought a bunch of computers for me the next year. That's awesome, man. Um, now, when uh, going back to the, to the mentoring piece, for you, why, why is mentoring so important? Because I think you've even mentioned this in uh, either on social media or one of your podcasts. You mean um, that so, so, some people, you mean that's just not their thing and they kind of like to be more private. But for you, why, why do you take – because you're really kind of in your face about it and uh, saying, look, you know I mean, you talk a lot about your mentors and you highlight a lot of the, the, the uh, young business people up and coming that you mentor. Why is mentoring important to you? Well – you really, in life, though, giving is what it's about, right? And when you're younger, you're a little more selfish, typically, right, because you're trying to figure it out. But as you get older, you realize you're going to die. You could literally be taking a crap on your phone, surfing Instagram, squat real hard, and have an aneurysm and freaking die. So if that could happen, do you want all your experience not passed on to the next generation? No, because you're dead. You know, uh, you know what we do, what we do uh, in life echoes into eternity, Maximus. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Maximus said. Awesome. You know, so you got to pass it on. So, so your livelihood will echo into eternity. Um, you, give, you give some cool advice that, that uh, and, and you've mentioned it a couple of times on, on your platforms about 10% uh, of your thing, you, you give away. Oh, I'll let you explain it. But then you also say, I think it's 5% for 
other fun stuff. There's right? no steadfast rule, but basically it goes like this. If you make like a hundred bucks, right, you're going to probably give, I don't know, the government 40% or 50% <laughs> or some crazy number. Maybe that goes up in here after election, right? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But if it does, whatever you got left, okay, you should take 10% of that, I believe, and give to charity, right? Something that means something, something that will teach a man and woman to fish. Don't just throw fish at people's heads. That doesn't help them. Mm-hmm. Something that will do that. And then take 10% and buy stupid things. Right. So you go ahead and buy a Lambo or whatever with that 10 percent. And of course, you got to cover your bills. But with everything else, you should reinvest, man. You should be invest. You're going to get to the point where literally you're investing the majority of your income into like real estate, equities and stocks and things like that. Your own business. Mm-hmm. Like don't blow it all. But you got to spend some of it because like, do you really want to be that depressed old fat dude in a convertible BMW and your hair fell out and you're all depressed and you're driving around because you haven't enjoyed life and really helped anybody or given back. You want to be that guy who's all like sad, you know? So what you want to do, and this you might want to listen to this twice on this podcast here, right? You want to write down a list of the five friends that you hang out with the most. You want to rate them on physical, financial, and spiritual strength on a one to 10 scale. You want to do that to yourself, too. One to ten. You're going to add up those three numbers and divide it by three. It's math, right? So you're going to have an average. So let's say your average number is like a six. If you're hanging out with friends that are a two, so your friend is broke uh, and, and he's totally like uh, overweight and unhealthy and like doing drugs and all kinds of stuff, and he's like, you know, a devil worshiper, well, then he's probably got really low rating number. If you hang out with that dude, it's going to drag you down. So what I do is I lower my exposure it's like watching your food cook in the microwave. If you do that for like every day for like an hour, your brain's going to turn to mush. <laughs> but if you do it for like 10 seconds, like every week or something, you watch your hot pocket cook, it's not going to kill you, right? So lower your exposure to those people. Don't be a douchebag to them. Just simply lower your exposure and start finding friends that are a higher level, higher level of performance in that total rating level, okay? Then what you're going to find, if all your friends are nines, dude, and you're a six, dude, shh, give it like a few weeks, man. You'll go bump up half a point, a point, man. Boom, 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 boom. You know? I love that. It's easy. Um, what uh, Remove the haters, man. You put, put the hater blockers on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love your family. Pick your friends. If your family are douchebags, lower your exposure. But pick your friends, man, by all means. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, going back to your business. Now, your business is uh, 92. It's still here. Super successful. Um, what... Uh, what... F- why, why business? Why, why did you choose business? Was it just because the mentor or did it because um, you could have been, you know, I mean, anything you could have been a construction worker, you could have been. Uh, what are kind of the benefits of, of running your own business uh, today? Well, it's not it, running a business is not for 95 percent of people. I'll just tell you that um, I actually had jobs, like I said, before I went to my own business, you know. It's not for everybody. And so if you do get a job somewhere and you're doing really good and, you know, have upward mobility, well, don't beat yourself up because that could be great and it fits for a lot of people. To be an entrepreneur, though, you have to be able to deal with everything being your problem. Like everything goes wrong, your problem. You win, your problem. If you're okay with that responsibility, well, then that may be right for you. But the one thing that it gives you control of is good and bad. But you better be able to enjoy and love pain if you're an entrepreneur. Because if you don't love pain, then you're not going to have any pleasure. And I would tell you, as an entrepreneur, you're going to have a lot more pain than pleasure. Guaranteed. And I'm not averting people from starting their own deal. 
but it's freaking painful mm-hmm. sometimes. But and you just gotta you gotta love pain. You yeah, know? You gotta eat it. Is there is there a way that you suggest for someone to kind of start to build that callus of pain? Right, like again, going back to the guy who's starting from ground zero, um, what can I do to begin to love pain if I can learn? Is it something that's learned or is it? Oh yeah, it's learnable. So what you first thing you do is you get your phone out. You write a schedule. I'm gonna move my body 30 minutes a day, no matter what. 30 minutes a day, no matter what. It's on your schedule. 7 a.m., 6 a.m., whatever you want to do. Do it first thing in the morning. Every day, I don't care if it's walking your dog, lifting weights, doing sprints, whatever you got to do. Every day, 30 minutes, right? Be disciplined also. I'm going to meditate 30 minutes a day. I'm going to do this every day. I'm going to pray. I'm going to meditate. Whatever's for you spiritually. Third thing, I'm going to work on my business, right? Moving towards my business for five hours a day, six hours a day. Not all at once. Maybe a couple hours or an hour. Give yourself a break for a little bit. Get back into it. But have it scheduled every day. If you can be disciplined and do that, that will harden you and make you stronger. And when you have pain, when you have a problem that hits you in the face, you just got to just taste your teeth, spit out all the blood and all your bone that you got punched in the face with. Enjoy the taste of your own blood. Go forward. You know, don't look backwards. Only look forward and ask yourself one question. What did I learn from this? Learn, notate it, write it down, move forward. Writing down seems to be a big, a big piece of your advice. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, was that learned, uh, were, were you always like that, or did you learn that from the, the mentors? That, that you have to write down. You're writing things down, because right. if it's not written, it's not real, man. How can you pass it on if you don't document it? You might forget, you know? Then you can pass it to your friends and coworkers and students, and you know? Yeah. You gotta write it down. I love it. Um, how about, um, how have you developed uh, over time? So this is kind of more of like a reflective type of question, but over time, through, through business, uh, and in your career, how have you developed as a, as a leader? I'd say the number one thing is to try to be a little bit more patient. I get very impatient. Um, one thing I ignored for a long time is my health. I, I was like, I gained like, when I had my first baby, we had our first baby, I would gain like 50 pounds. And it really lowered my energy level. So getting really, you know, focused on that was, was a huge thing. Um, and also just following what my mentors are told me the whole time and just following it more exactly. Instead of having a step on the landmines myself it's just like go around it dan go left then go right yeah oh okay <laughs> just like think a little bit less about like all the excuses and just follow if they're tried and true and they have a good track record for like 20 years your mentors right that's that's a rule when you google them make sure they're like been cool for at least 20 years <laughs> and, and not like left a lot of dead bodies in their wake you know yeah like if there's a lot of dead bodies in their wake like you probably don't want that dude as a mentor you yeah. know if he kills people <laughs> so just make sure they're good and model that. And then you're going to add that mentor in that circle. Remember those five friends you hang out with? Well, the mentor's your friend. You're going to write him in there, man. He's a 10, 10, 10. Not all of them are going to be 10s. They may be really good with money, got a little beer belly, fine, right? And they may be spiritually mediocre. But <laughs> as long as they're way higher than you, they can help you in that area. Yeah. So I've got mentors that are ripped physically, 5% body fat, just freaking rocking. And no, financially, they're getting by, you know? Mentally, stability, they're actually pretty strong, a lot of those guys. If that, they could, they're way higher than me still. Yeah. But if they don't average higher, man, fire them. Oh, right on. I love it. What's, uh, what's the best advice you've uh, ever received? Find people's pains and help heal them. Find people's pains and heal them. You ever hear the story about the lion with the thorn in his paw? Like, this big lion, he's got a thorn in his paw. And then, I don't know, some little dude comes up and he pulls the thorn out. Then that lion's your best friend. And when it ever tries to eat that little mouse, man, the lion would just rip their face off. 
man. That's what your mentors will be. You, you're loyal to them. You do what you say. You know, it's important. There's three big aspects that you want to make sure that anyone you're dealing with, whether you're hiring people or finding a mentor, integrity, energy, intelligence. Integrity, energy, intelligence. And are these things that you've come kind of just accumulated knowledge through or was this past was in past develop it because i was crappy at all three (laughs) (laughs) it's like working a muscle man you know you got you got to work on all three i love it um what about and and this is kind of sorry i'm jumping around because you you're kind of it's cool i got terrible add man no no hey didn't work up from the same cloth man but um me and uh jeremy nevis actually joked around about that too about having he's crazy but um what about you, you? You mentioned superpowers, and I love this idea of kind of taking whatever you are, whoever you are, use that as your superpower. Uh, curious to know what your superpower is, or um, from when you were younger to now. Uh, just you know, getting along with people and like, you know, finding their pains, helping them with that thing. You know, just being fairly social. You know, with people and just getting along. You know. Yeah. I wasn't good at I wasn't good at math. I wasn't good at science. I wasn't good at reading and writing like super great. I was like home my own, but really it's just making people laugh, get along with them, you know, help solve their problems maybe like with humor. Yeah. So. Well, I, I, uh, I, I believe that, man. I think, um, you, you know what I mean? You have a, a gift to kind of connect with people and even, even through the TV, man, when I was growing mm-hmm. up and I'd see on TV, man, it, it, there's a, a sense of like, down to earthness. I don't know if the obviously that's not a word, but like a uh, that I think that that there's you a give secret. Off. You want to know the secret to marketing and selling anything? You, you better write this. I got this. So one is you got to make people laugh. You got to entertain them, right? Mm-hmm. You got to make people laugh. Two, um, you have to teach them. So you got to educate them on your product, right? Yeah. And then if you do those two things genuinely, you know then you can sell them something you can equip them you can do whatever you want to call it sell them you can transact with them yeah but if you've let them have a good time and you've taught them something and they fully understand it's truly good for them people don't have a problem buying whatever you're selling yeah as long as it's truly valuable yeah for their life right yeah so just remember those three things man and you'll get it. i i like that man because you, you uh, my favorite and, and this is going to be a recommendation to everybody mm-hmm. who's listening but my favorite um episode of your podcast and I, I told this to you before is with uh, one of your good buddies Rick White oh, Rick's dead. yeah and uh, and on there he he really stresses uh, the point to um, m- make sure you're focusing on the customer being happy and I think what you just described about making making them laugh feeling comfortable like you know we, we can talk um, and then teaching them and educating them is makes the customer experience so much more like I'll literally if the, if you're checking those two boxes and and I'm the, a customer of Dan I literally walk away a better person yeah yeah because I I know more I laughed I'm in a good mood and I think uh that's a uh, for if you're selling you mean little handmade baggies on Etsy or 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 whatever if Which you for focus, everybody exactly um there I is one more gem to that if you get a pissed off customer because you screw up right or even if you didn't screw up they just think you screwed up you need to set a certain percentage of your revenue and budget aside every month just to make people happy, even if it's like your fault, their fault, whoever's fault. Just make it right, man. So if someone, I got this guy, like, bought a computer, like, in 1997 or whatever, walked up to me at Comic-Con. 
dude, you're a prick. I'm like, why? And he's like, this thing broke in 1999, and you guys didn't fix it right. I'm like, crap. And he's like, so you guys lied to me. I'm like, man, what can we do to help you? And he's like, well, you get nothing, really. I'm just, I hate you. I'm like, man, let me get your number. So I have my guys call him, call him up, brought his computer in. He's really old, right? And I'm like, well, just get him a replacement, man. <laughs> so the dude, man, went on Instagram, Facebook. Man, those guys are rad. I bought a computer in 1997 or whatever. And they totally took care of me, man. Unbelievable. And people are like, that's stupid. Why would you take care of someone? I'm like, man, if he's genuine and real, man, and he's really got a problem, and I, my, I don't know, one of my employees messed up or I did, I don't know, then just make it right. But don't, like, jump over dollars to pick up pennies, man. Yeah. Take care of people. Yeah. You know? Man, I think that's, that's, uh, that's super valuable and, uh, and so, so much value, value in what you're sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I, I had a, a question about going back to your, your business journey and your come up. Um, when, when did you, when were you the closest to quitting in your, in kind of the hustle phase of, of, of coming up? Well, when I lost 20, almost $28,000 that first year, first year. <laughs> yeah, man, it's like everything I had, I maxed my credit cards. I was broke, man. I was like, I'm going to live on the street here, man, in a minute here, but you know, figured it out, talked to mentors, dialed it in, go, you know? So did you lean heavily at that point on your mentors or were you kind of just trying to avoid conversations with your girlfriend? No, like, no, no. I'd just... be like, man, I'm losing my butt, man. What do I do? They're like, man, let's go look at, let's look at your profit and loss statement. How much are you spending on advertising? What are you paying yourself? Why are you driving this really nice car right now when you should be driving, like, taking the bus, bro? Yeah. Or whatever it is. And you went over everything, lowered my operational costs, right, all my expenses, and then helped me figure out marketing and advertising better. And then we just tuned it a little bit. Next yeah. year, million dollars. Man, you're, you're a very practical dude. Well, life's not that hard, man. It's, like, really simple. Man, we're just, as humans, we're just, like, bald chimpanzees man <laughs> we're like we're only like one percent less chromosome difference than a monkey than a primate the only thing that separates us is just a little tiny thing in the evolutionary dna or whatever it is you know yeah so i mean it's pretty simple that's awesome yeah um you you kind of touched on this earlier but um uh w- what 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 about your kids so like your kids are coming up um, you mentioned your, your daughter, your daughter's journey, who's an artist and you're helping her with business. Um, I'm always, I'm always interested because like you, you learn these lessons through struggle and hustle and whatever. Right. And now, and you put your family in a, in a, in a good position, but how do you transfer those same lessons that you learned through struggle and hustle? Because now, uh, to a degree, some of that doesn't exist because of the hard work you've put in. You make them work for it. You never give your kids an allowance, man. You know, kids are like, Hey, I want extra money. Like, well, you need to do this work, this work, this work. Let's put it on your phone. And if you do those things, you get paid. You don't do those things, you don't get paid. You, just, you don't just give them random n- everything for doing nothing. You know, you can help them, right? You can give them a little boost along, but make them work, man, so they're really stressed out. <laughs> you know? That's awesome, man. It's simple. I love it. And then um, what about uh, – I, I have the, – there's two kind of things that, that – uh, have come up like in, in like the business circuit in terms of like media, business media. And I, I think these are interesting, right? And these two things are uh, gratitude and empathy. And I thought it was interesting when like business articles were talking about gratitude and empathy because I was like, man, those are things that I learned about in like church or psychology classes or whatever. Um, 
and so I, I'm interested to to kind of hear your thoughts on uh, on on these two things. We'll end with gratitude, but first I wanna I wanna get into empathy, right? Feeling because you have felt. Um, does this drive a lot of your passion in in terms of wanting to mentor or empathy? Yeah, feeling other people's pains. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can relate to being in that position where, like, what am I going to do, man? Like, you know, it's, like, kind of hopeless and all that. Yeah. But things are only hopeless when you don't have very clear goals. As soon as you've written down your physical, financial, and spiritual goals, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, you know? And really, our creator, whatever you believe, created us, and our life is a lease for maybe 100 years. And you got to use that time you have here to do something good and pay it forward. If you don't, you wasted it, <laughs> you know, and you probably don't get like all like two or three more tries at it. Right. So you, you got to maximize that and get over like things pretty quickly. Just write down clear goals, write down what you need to do to get those things, execute on those daily. Um, advice to in, in networking. And I only ask this because you seem like uh, that just comes natural to you. You're very well connected. And then you always seem to be connecting. I was uh, ecstatic. I mentioned this to you on the way up here that uh you I mean when when we had connected i was like man this dude's super dope like you know what i mean he's on at a, at a kind of a level that i think a lot of people aspire to get to mm-hmm. and um what, what would your advice be to to network like and get more business or meet other people or let's let's go both can we can we can we yeah. dive unpack so you both? have a media marketing company right yeah a media company so you like produce videos and yep. podcasts and things for people well you just give them a free sample man so let's say they have a company and they sell cars right well then, cool. Just say, hey, I'd love to produce a video for you and see if you like it, you know? And if you like it, I'd love to do some of your vi- media work. So go, send your guys down there, film their freaking Mercedes Benz, make it all freaking awesome in a video so you can use that for free, man. And then, great. If it works and they like it, just say, hey, you need another one? Of course, they'll sign you up. I mean, give people a free sample, man. Like, you know, I learned that on the street days, man. Like these drug dealers who try to sell kids stuff, man. I didn't sell drugs, but... <laughs> They just give the kid a free sample and then you get addicted to it. So that happens to, that transforms to good things. You do something good, they give something back. You know, if you have a product, man, like, I don't know, some sort of like tea or like cupcakes or something, well, send them a dozen cupcakes. If you want to sell a company, a bunch of cupcakes, like if you want to sell the whole food, send them a freaking box of cupcakes, man. If you want to sell in a Joe's coffee shop, send the owner a 12 pack, eat these. These are good. You want to sell them there? Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, super easy. I, I think uh, I, what's incredible about that I think is that you're literally uh, uh, walking walking the walk, right? You're 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 uh, drinking your own juice because that's exactly what you're doing with with your platforms. And again, uh, before I go into uh, kind of our our, our wrap up question is like um, I, I want to plug uh, Dan's Millionaire Code, especially that man. That's like a that's that, that's pretty valuable and and how did how did you come up with the name dan's millionaire code was it just kind of like hey this is kind of going to be well my mantra was to help create a million millionaires and I, I don't think that's possible for me to meet a million people and teach them but i can teach guys like you other students and they have that circle of friends they're going to teach their friends and that circle of friends could teach their friends and it's just going to spread and they're going to teach their children their grandchildren i will create a million millionaires i guarantee you but uh it's not on my efforts alone. It's by giving and teaching, and then it gets paid forward. And I love that. Yeah. Dan's Millionaire Code, man. And there's a code to it. It's mathematics. It's a process. Yeah. It's not like, 
I got, I, when people say I got lucky, you get really lucky when you write down what you need to do when you do it. That's how you get lucky. Yeah. You're not going to sit there and a million bucks is going to slap you in the face and a Lambo is going to land in your lap. Mm-hmm. You know, free Yeezys. That's not happening, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what about, what about a support system? Did you, was, was having a support system important to you when you were kind of going through the hustle days or um, were you just gung-ho and, and just going, going for it? Your support systems are, well, I, had, I got married, right? So my wife is super support. And then also my mentors were super support. And also my friend group who are higher level than me were like, you're doing good. Cheer me on. And I cheer them on, you know? Yeah. That's your support group. I love it. And if you don't got family, let's say you got no family. Well, then you can pick your five friends. Yeah. And that's your support group. You support them, they support you. Yeah. Man, I, I can't believe. It seems like every time that we sit down with, with uh, some of these, some, some of our peers and neighbors here in Utah, um, I always walk away with kind of like, uh, man, that person had this strength or, you know what I mean, their outlook was this. And for me, I, it's clear, like you're very practical and it makes you kind of, uh, it's inspiring, right? It makes me believe. I was like, well, I can... I can do simple math. I can outline, you know what I mean, five people and their strengths. And you know what I mean, if I need to get better in, in at being a spiritual everything, person. Everything you need to be making millions of dollars, they've taught you in elementary school, not even in junior high. Math, elementary school. Seriously. You know, all these things. How to get along with people, elementary school. Like, you really don't need beyond an elementary school education to do any of this stuff. Now, if you're a specialist and you're some doctor or a lawyer or something, I get it. I mean, fine. But to like sell stuff, to get along with people, to solve people's problems, it's just hard work, man. Roll up your sleeves, man. You know. Yeah, I love that. When when you're do you how often do you are you mindful of uh, your your parents coming from China, your stepmom or step grandmother from from Japan? Are are you always mindful of them as you kind of are making deals or or in what ways do you pay respect to to everyone that came before you? Well, it's like. You have, to, you have to learn from your mistakes and do your best, man. They had a lot harder. Their house got blown up in China. The government took it because the communist, socialist, freaking maniacs took their house, shot their employees in the head in the street. They came here broke. They were janitors cleaning floors. They didn't speak English. They were on food stamps. No, even no food stamps in the very beginning. No, no help, right? So, I mean, if they can do it, I would be a total loser not to be able to make the best situation that I have. I mean, crazy, you know? It was way harder for the previous generation, probably for your parents and their your grandmother, man. They had it like a million times harder. We got it easy here, man. We got like iPhone and Xbox and computers and all yeah. this, you know, internet. We got internet. <laughs> you know? Dude, I, TikTok. Yeah. You know? We got it all. Well, I, I, I love that, man, because... Um, I, and I've thought a lot about this because I think when you when you think back and you're like, man, they actually did have it harder and and they hustled and and they did their own version of hustling to to kind of put us in a better situation. I've always and I've echoed this before. I've always felt that when I think about that and I remember them, it, it's almost my responsibility to try to be great. Well, like, you got to carry on the family name, man. Yeah. You want to be like the embarrassment of your culture, man. <laughs> like it's got to get better every time. Yeah. You know, you can't make it worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, she's man. I, uh, well, two, two more things. Okay. Um, the, the second to last thing would be what, what would be your parting words to, to the listeners, uh, that are listening. And, and, and I, I like to focus on kind of everyone who's like starting, right. Cause like they're just, yeah. Um, you gotta start. That's it. You got to start, man. 
But make sure first, though, you sit down and have a plan of financial, uh, physical, and spiritual growth and goals. And, and write, be very clear on these. So if you want, finance, I want a million dollars, okay? Or I want a big house. Be specific. If you want a big house, go find it on Zillow.com or wherever. Find the house. What area? How much does it cost? How many bedrooms? How many car driveway? Be very specific. Why do I want that? Ask yourself, why do I want that? Well, so I can take care of my family and they're going to be safe and everything. Cool. What do I need to do to get it? Right? What do I need to do to get it? Write down. I need to make this much. This much a day. This much a week. This much a month. This much a year. Right? And then when? Set a, set a deadline. I want it by this time. Okay? And then put it all in your phone. We all got phones now. Schedule it and do that. And just review your goals daily, man. On my phone, I take a picture of all the goals that I want, man. And I put them in my phone. I have a little folder in my photos, you know. And I have pictures exactly what I want, man. When I wake up in the morning and take a piss, I look at it. When it's like 6, 7 o'clock and I've been working since 5 a.m., man, I'll look at it, man. That gives me power to go to midnight, man. You know? Like, know your whys, man. The question is this, and this is a really deep one, is who would you die for? That's an interesting question. Well, who would you die for? Who would you give your life for? My family, man. Exactly, right? So if you want to provide your family a better life, you better put a picture of those family members you would give your life for. You look at that thing when you're tired, you're not tired anymore, right? right. You look at that. I'm doing this for my family, you know? Yeah. That, that, when, you, when you give your life for it, that means you would do anything. Jeez, man. Um, that's, that's deep and that's heavy. Yeah, man. I'm glad you shared my that. My mom's picture, dad, yeah. kids, wife. Kids. Yeah, you got to, man. Yeah, dude. You, it kind of puts things into perspective. Um, how often are your... Uh, how often should you be checking in with your mentors or even even the 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 young entrepreneurs that you're mentoring now how often do they check in with you sometimes once a month sometimes once a week sometimes once every year mm-hmm. you know i've had students like barry i didn't talk to him for like a year he just went out and executed <laughs> came back look man you know, it shouldn't be a super high maintenance thing. Yeah. You, know, you, got, you can't have the training wheels on forever. When you have exactly. a massive obstacle you can't figure out, well, then go ask your mentor. Yeah. You know? But make sure you go with a, something you can help him with, too. Exactly. You don't just bug him. <laughs> well, I, and I, that's another important part. Sorry, and I, I know I'll, I'll, I will wrap up after this, but the value that you provide is, is very important, too. So if you're out there and you're listening and you want uh, and you're looking for a mentor, it, it's important to also provide value to uh, you know what I mean? Whoever you're talking to is got to be fair, special. man. Yeah. yeah, it's not yeah. just uh, hey, the take, take, yeah. take, take, take. they don't owe you anything. Yeah, so yeah. I'm glad we uh, we mentioned that. But finally, yeah. wrapping up, man. When when you look back at your journey and you had a crazy journey, and I consider everyone who came before us your your step grandmother, your parents, uh, they they're all part of uh, you know what I mean your journey. And same with everyone listening. And my you know what I mean those who came before me. Uh, when you consider all of that, and then even your business journey, uh, and now to kind of a later stage where you're mentoring and, and helping the younger generation, uh, what are you grateful for um, in when all those things are considered? I'm grateful for, you know, all the mentors took the time. My parents, of course, wife, kids. I'm super grateful for my students because they teach me new stuff all the time. Your students, you'll find by teaching, actually, that you'll learn more from your students than you probably teach them. And I find that very invigorating man they're teaching me hey this is a new thing i had two students teach me like how to figure out tiktok 
Posted a couple videos, blah, blah, blah. Got like, I don't know, 75,000 likes on a post or something crazy. And just because they gave me the recipe, they're like, hey, Dan, you got to do this. And you got to do this with your phone. And you got to do this. Don't be longer than this. And these five songs right now are real hot. So just put that into your TikTok. Boom. And I'm like, man, that works. So like they mentor me, man. These kids, these, these, these 18, 19-year-old kids, man. I, I don't know if an agency could have taught me that. <laughs> hey, you know, maybe but these kids man they know it they live it yeah, yeah. that's incredible man because that goes back to the person who feels like you don't have anything to start with you know what I mean especially for the younger ones you guys know how to work TikTok and, and whatever the new platforms are and, and, and there are there are the the Dan Youngs of the world that are uh, that could use you know what I mean that you helped you got help from uh, from young young kids on TikTok, how to TikTok Snapchat Instagram I mean Man, like old people, we like we need some help, man. <laughs> well, sheesh, man. Let me let me let me plug it again. Dan's Millionaire Code. That is one of the most valuable things um, that's out there, and it's free. Dan does this uh, willingly to pay it forward, um, and uh, and then of course, if you have any kind of uh, computer, laptop, any any needs like that, PC laptops or Zydex. 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 X i d a x dot com. Those for all the media content creators, uh, video game uh, focused uh, users. It's it's all there for you. So, ladies and gentlemen, Dan Young, thanks for coming on. Man. Thanks, brother. <laughs>